0: <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is your man's six-man case. Styles. Hey, you got your boy, the mad scientist, mad, my sports, homicidal genocide or suicide by the way And you are now tuned in to The Cooler Talk Monday with the Terrible Tucson. Now, we already know there's Monday night football going on, but we said damn that we're going to still give you a little something tonight. So, Mike, we got them three special words that we got to get to the people. One of those three special words:
1: real, broke,
0: <laughs> and today's roll call goes into shouts out to Bubble Gum, Joseph Thor, Wamoez Jamal. Shouts out to Big Ant. Robert Ponder, Pat Norris, Melvin Emery, Jonathan Rozier, Darnell Partridge, Noah Tendale, a.k.a. The Professor. I Make sure y'all go ahead and subscribe to his channel. We got some, some, some things for you go ahead and do your homework on. You already know that's why I'm a professor for a reason. Mm. We got Kevin Lewis. We got rally 1090 William Amy, Brian Peoples and Basie, D. Coleman and T.O. Leo Sherman Wood Pamela Johnson Ultra Shadow Low Speed Devon we got Alex in the building, S.I.O. damn it, we still call his ass Alex um, whatever the fuck that means <laughs> I, was about say boy, I,
1: I was about to say shit I of about to say shit look but ain't I don't even go. So I don't know. We about.
0: got the Falcon <laughs> Therapist, aka Juan am AFA.
1: Millie Mill, what's up? You probably rubbing down y'all wives and girlfriends. Would you let me rub <laughs> you
0: down? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, we got the Rua,
0: Tara, Thomas, Steve, Sloan, Floyd, Dolly, Workflow, Dre, Bobby Boy, Zone 3, Low Keys, L, Iceman, 4, 7, Tucson, Middleton, Yusuke. We got J Rock in the building. Y'all make sure y'all go show him some love as well.
1: Jay Grizzle.
0: Keyshawn, Black Toxic Falcons. Tell Sports and Gaming. Ah, man. Let's go ahead. We're going to get the show started in three, two, all right, people. What's going on, man? Let's go ahead and get this show started. Mike, you got something interesting that you wanted to talk about tonight with the people. Now... The main question that I have to ask a lot of people that are tuning in and watching, is it wrong to be optimistic? Is it wrong to find positives in a bad situation? Because if a lot of people didn't see Falcon Twitter yesterday, the post-game show, despite Falcons sucking for three quarters yesterday and then coming back in the fourth quarter and making it a ball game again. They still lost, but there's some takes in this game that can be carried over the next game. Barring if we don't make any mistakes. So we're going to leave that food for thought for right now. Mike, you got something you want to talk to the people?
1: Well, I'll just say this. Um, As far as the optimism point i think this is more so of a society issue rather than a football issue like everybody trying to be hard these days you think p diddy is a great um label executive because he's going around telling people how bad they fucking suck Do you think Tupac Shakur was uh, brought to the forefront because nobody saw anything in him? Do you think that the Black Panthers, for example, were designed just off pure hate? No, they love themselves. They found something beautiful in themselves. They found something beautiful in other people of all culture and race. But the one thing I think when it comes down to is that, yeah, you can despise mistakes. You can despise and be upset with mistakes and quote, unquote, bigotry. But when that negativity tends to be the center of everything, how can you grow from people constantly telling you that you are a piece of crap? Not everybody responds well to negativity. Some people respond well to positive affirmations. But when we get our... People that's supposed to love you, and supposed to support you, constantly crapping on you every chance you get, even when you show the world that you can go one-on-one with the great ones. You just show, prove the whole world that you can go one-on-one with the world champions, and we're still up here talking about the Falcons suck. Marcus Mariota sucks. Arthur Smith sucks. Dean P. sucks. But they just went one-on-one with the Super Bowl champions and literally almost won. But why are we, why is it weird to have to be Object, optimistic. Why? Why is that such a bad thing? You are supposed to like. You're supposed to take what a guy does bad, take what he does well, and try to feature him in a way where you can get the most out of him. So why why is it such a bad thing for people, for us, to sit up and say, you know what? I see what Arthur doing here. I see what he's doing with Kyle Pitts. I see what he's doing with Mariota. That doesn't make him a failure because they lost the game. But in order to develop players, don't you have to case down? Don't you have to at least know what they do well and what they don't?
0: Do oh yeah. Well? Yeah, you ain't never know what you're gonna got until you play it. And I think that's kind of one of the reasons. why you hear the desmond ritter talk now for a lot of people that know that done watch this show for a good little while knows that only only a couple people in this chat plus me that's been on the desmond ritter hype train since 2020 Have anybody been watching a song the show that long ago that that long where everybody thought everybody thought Desmond riddle was nothing I ain't think so, but That's kind of why I think that's kind of why like now you're starting to see the Desmond Ritter talk. Because it's not in a faith of confidence that he's going to do any better. The issue is. 2023. Some of the people have fell in love with Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, and they want to rush Ritter out there because it's not on the fact that they hope that he succeeds. They don't give a damn if he succeeds. They actually, to be honest with you, they rather him fail so they can get those mm-hmm. quarterbacks. Ooh, now I'm not saying say, this no, is not everybody
1: there. Ooh, you going there?
0: Ooh, That's God. not. I'm not saying this for everybody. If this doesn't pertain to you. I'm not talking to you. But it's a certain percentage of people that want to see Desmond Ritter fail. Now, if we look at these first couple games with the Falcons. 26. 27. That's 40. That's 53 points in the first two games. out of a possible 70 points that could have been scored. We already said that before the season started, that Marcus Mariota has the potential of doing something. But at the end of the day, we know he is a bridge to the next quarterback. We also have to remember this dude hasn't started meaningful games in two or three years
1: hmm So it's a lot of interesting.
0: Go, go ahead, Mike.
1: Go ahead, Mike. Go no, no, ahead. I'm just saying no, go ahead. I was just saying it's just a, it's a pro it's a learning process for him, also. All right.
0: So are we gonna see Desmond Redder here soon? Maybe. The only difference is going to be is with Marcus Mariota is if he continues to make the same mistakes in the same situations. This is why you have a bridge quarterback is to show the rookie incumbent behind him the certain mistakes and preparations that you have to make in order to succeed at that level. Instead of looking at it like this, maybe he may be looking at it like, that's really looking like. Okay, this will uh, turn the ball over here. Coach getting in his ass. I don't want that. So let me make sure I do this right. I think really the issue is everybody so forward to 2023, they done threw 2022 in the garbage before the season even started. That's why I say I think the Des, I think the Des hype is uh, fool's gold as far as what people want, them, want, want them to see. I really think secretly they want them to fail.
1: I think, too, y'all are so worried about what the fuck everybody else got. hmm. Y'all also worried about, well, this team got two Super Bowls in three years. Well, guess what? They've been together for eight years. Aaron Donald been in the league nine years. It was a process, a then a decade process for them to get to this point. They, did, they didn't just wake up one morning and say, all right, I'm going to be good. Neil Belichick had to fail. He got to get fired. To go through this process, the winning process. Granted, we got all those asterisks, but you know, at the end of the day, he's still a good coach. But you had to go through certain things to even get to the point where it's like, all right, my teams are consistent. They just, they just crapped on one of the teams that they thought was going to be a, a big, a, you know, a Super Bowl contender in Pittsburgh. Just whooped them. So, it's a process for everything. Usually, that process (laughs) is losing. So, we sit up here and try to act like the Braves right now are the Braves, were the Braves five years ago. No. (laughs) We had like three guys with over 200 strikeouts. And I'm talking about three guys on the same team with over 200 strikeouts.
0: I, you, yeah. I think I remember it was four. Four. It was, it was four. four. It was our entire outfield and Evan Gattis. I Yeah. Uh, I don't, them Braves fans don't want to remember them <laughs> games.
1: So we hit a lot of home runs, but we struck out a heck of a lot. So yeah, we had the league in strikeouts like three, years. And a half,
0: three years in a row.
1: Three years in a freaking row. Yeah. So there's a lot of bad days for those Braves to get to this point where we had to figure out, all right, what's the type of hitter that we want? What's the type of pitcher that we want? Because our stadium is this and our opponents and our division is this. This is what they're doing. So how can we get the best of our own division before we started to branch out to the Rams? And we're seeing that. All of this, look, are we sit up here talking about players. But nobody is focused on the fact that the Falcons literally, and I want to make this clear, the Falcons literally scared the living shit out of the Super Bowl contenders. The look on Aaron Donald's face on the sideline, he was like, bro, what's going on? And we're talking about Daniels here, okay? And he was in his field. It's like, damn, they running the ball through us. The only difference between this game and last game, Mariota didn't have 170. Uh, He didn't have 70 yards rushing. It's the only difference. I'm looking at the numbers. I'm looking at all that. That, that was the only difference. They did a good job of containing Marcus Mariota so he couldn't get those extra yards. That's mm-hmm. the only difference. In this game and the Saints game, it comes down to Those small, intricate details that we always teach, setting the edge, not fumbling the ball, not committing turnovers, and capitalizing on your your red zone opportunities. And if I'm not mistaken, let me look at these numbers real quick, but the Rams were... In the red zone, they were three for they, no, they weren't three for three, they were four for five, and we were two and four. Two touchdowns. They got three touchdowns. We only got two. I mean, I'm not I'm I'm not fucking Albert Einstein, but I know three <laughs> more than two. Seventy five percent is better than fifty percent, motherfucker. Right? <laughs> like I like like I said, I'm not the, I'm not the smartest when it comes down. But when you get in the red zone five times and you commit like four, you get four out of five, and we get two out of four. Sometimes that's it's just that simple. We mm-hmm. overanalyze every damn thing, and we, I, I blame all these goofy ass Twitter uh statisticians or whatever the hell they want to call themselves overanalyzing every little number and detail when it comes down to simple things scoring in the damn red zone not making mistakes not getting penalties with the mm-hmm. falcons they were uh a lot less penalized in this game they only had 5 penalties in this game um but there was an improvement but those um penalties were costly and at the wrong time mm mm-hmm. So we overanalyze a lot of things. People saying like the Falcons, you know, last game they had, like I said they had eight penalties. This week we had five. That's an improvement.
0: Yeah, man. Um, over here, we finna quote a new phrase. We are no longer going to be saying they got to play for 60 minutes.
1: Hmm? Hmm. Right. K-Style. Ooh. You, just you know what the back. new
0: phrase is going to be? What's that? We got to play for a dollar.
1: Hmm.
0: Play for one dollar. That's all we're going to say. One dollar. I'm a, I know most people gonna already get that. I want to see who ain't gonna get that, <laughs> right? Falcons got to play for a dollar. There you go. There you goes people are already getting into it. There you go. <laughs> Do they know Michael, Michael Carter? Four quarters. Y'all mm-hmm. play for a dollar. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Hold on. Look. You see this? Four quarters, baby. I <laughs> play pay for a dollar. <laughs> Four quarters. Exactly. But I want to get into another talking talk point on this as well as mm-hmm. what we're kind of talking about but before we do that you gotta make sure y'all go ahead and hit that like button man we got 119 people in here you gotta make sure you hit that like button so we're we'll gonna play a little bit of music here for
1: y'all
0: hold on no hold one's in here so uh, let me see Was is this the one There you go. Give him a little PTSD right quick. But y'all need to go ahead and hit that like button. Got 117 people in here. Gotta get at least 60 people to like this damn thing. At least 60. At least. yeah yeah draft jams right there draft jams but yeah so the question right now is why y'all hitting that like button the question is going to be is Kyle is Kyle Pitts are you upset that Kyle Pitts isn't Putting up the numbers like you were hoping. So, Mike, go ahead get that light check going on right quick, man. Go and get that light check. I don't know why this. I don't know why this shirt look like I'm on, the- <laughs> on that episode of Martin with the damn.
1: Right with the dog. And
0: stuff, dog and shit.
1: That's
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> cool, sit your fire out ass down before I make change. <laughs> we had 53. 53, man. We got to get seven more people. Seven more. Seven that's all. Uh, that's
1: seven more nights. Oh. Uh, uh. Why well, y'all are just real stingy today? Y'all don't want to give us a sim? Like, come on, man! Come
0: Three on, more.
1: man! Three more people! Three more, damn! Three more people! Three more. That's that's it. Come on, man! I gotta come Stop through in the got Sandwich. To... Stop eating and, 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 and
0: searching on Amazon. Come on, it's free now. Two more. Two,
1: two. That's it. Too because I know y'all want to hit this. Uh, Kyle Pitts, y- y- you're gonna hear my voice about this, and y'all not, y'all not gonna. A lot of people not gonna like. I might this. get a mad my rant tonight, so y'all
0: might want well hit uh, that, that like button. Y'all, y'all get a mad so, my rant tonight. We, y'all not gonna like that. Oh, we oh, we about to hit there the rant. Go, all right, here. there we go. All right, like, I okay. You, okay, definitely appreciate that. Y'all make sure y'all go ahead and hit that. A lot got button. us out
1: here. Begging like
0: homeless man. Exactly. Come on, man. <laughs> exactly. Now, the main, the more popular talking point right now, as far as what we're saying is, people are feeling like Kyle is cow Pitts isn't is not putting up the numbers a lot of people are expecting, especially coming from a rookie of the year guy. Guy like that. Right now, he has four receptions for 38 yards, well, 39, one of those. Now, the popular narrative is that Arthur Smith is trying to X him out the offense. Mike, I want to hear your take on this, man. Cause I'm, I, I, like I said, you go ahead and get yours out. I got something to say on this too.
1: Well, Ben and I know you're where well, you're going with it. I'ma make it as brief as I possibly can. Um, I got a major problem with this, and I don't have a problem with it when it comes down to players. Or fans, I should say. I got a huge problem when it comes down to players and people that know better. I got a major issue with that. Because you you played the game. Most of you guys know that this is a team. This is probably the ultimate team sport. Where the center, the guard, the left guard, right guard, right tackle, left guard. Like everything works together. The play calling. Everything comes together and works together to create, you know, a great team. You can't have a, a a dominant offense and a lackluster defense. As we all know, we know that. But the issue that I have is that we have players that are going out of their way saying the most ignorant crap when themselves have been X out of games because certain teams decided we will not let you win. Whether it's the Super Bowl, playoff games or just regular season games where we've seen Bill Belichick said I'm, everybody else going, look, i let, you know, Calvin really beat me before Julio. Julio is not beating me today. The Saints. We've seen the Saints do the same thing to Julio Jones. Where he had one catch in an entire game. And, and you guys, let me ask you get do anybody remember the game 2016 when we won um when we played the the uh, New Orleans Saints. So, if you got to that, remember 2016,
0: wasn't that the game he only had like one reception? Yes, sir. One reception. Mm-hmm. But you remember the, the score of that game? I think we scored like 45
1: points or some shit like that. Exactly. We scored 45 points with Julio Jones catching one pass. Are we up here worried about Kyle Pitts? We literally just had this with Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. Yeah, he's getting sixteen hundred yards a a, a, a a year, fourteen to six hundred a year, and then Matt Ryan, he's automatic four thousand yards. But guess what? The offensive line still sucks. Up and down, the running game is non-existent. The defense can't do any damn thing right. But we up here worried about whether or not Kyle Pitts gets what 10 catches in the game? Do you guys did, did, am I the only person that watched the Rams game? Because just I'm I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. But how many catches did your boy uh um Cooper Cup have? In the first half, just just like I want to
0: know I think the first quarter he had zero catches the second and third quarter he combined for 10 catches and I think he had three in the fourth quarter
1: exactly the point just because your key guy isn't getting targeted doesn't mean he doesn't have an impact on the game that's the point. You can have an impact on a game and not get one ball thrown to you. Did anybody go back and look at that Drake London touchdown and see who cleared out for Drake London? anybody just, I'm taking a wild guess. Hmm. Did, anybody hmm. see, did anybody see who, who uh, cleared
0: it out? Hold on. Hold on. Let, me, let me, let me, let me, let me think about that for a second. Uh, hmm. Okay. Oh. Uh, it was a single digit number, guy, right? Um, it, it,
1: I, I believe so. I believe so.
0: Drake London caught the test out, so he doesn't count. Oh yeah, it was um Mister Kyle Pitts. Oh, right? oh, you don't say! You
1: you don't say! You sure, K Styles? You sure like about
0: that? I'm sure. Can 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 I say something right quick? Can I say something uh, right go quick? Go ahead,
1: please, please.
0: Okay. Let me use this analogy right quick. Let's use the Lakers for example. The Lakers are the only 2,000. The Kobe Shaq Lakers. Yes. You had two of the most dominant players of that era. but everybody forget how much of an important role that Derrick Fisher played on that team. Mmm. Yes, Derrick Fisher didn't have all the numbers like that. But he was a common force on on that court as a leader. Now, when we look at Kyle Pitts... The touchdowns we're not seeing him in the touchdown getting touchdowns. Like I said, that's one of the things where a lot of people are kind of disappointed in, and they're looking at the hype coming into this season. Like, oh yeah, Kyle Pitts gonna break out. We're gonna get about fifteen hundred rushing, fifteen hundred receiving yards, and ten touchdowns this year. But you forget this offense don't necessarily have one thousand yards tight ends like that. Kyle Pitts was one of the major ones that Arthur Smith has dealt with as a play caller. They got a 1,000 yards. As a football player, a lot of times the biggest impact you make is not going to show up on the box score. Are we going to forget the pass interference call Kyle Pitts caused down the sideline? Of course, they didn't – I'm trying to remember, did they capitalize on that? But he got the pass offense down the sideline? Yeah. Like you said, you got the touchdown to Drake. Drake London – they said Drake London was the first rookie since Stephon Diggs to have five receptions for 70-plus yards
1: in his first two games. Think about that. There's a lot of things to be looking forward to rather than just getting Kyle Pitts <laughs> numbers. <laughs> We're actually developing guys. Right. Drake London is getting in the fold of things offensively. He understands what right. his role is now.
0: Did you want to talk about that that clear out route he got where Cordero Hodges went off yesterday? Yes. He got a yeah. couple big plays. Yeah, let's yeah. talk
1: about that one too. but you got guys like Matthew Berry up here saying, well, you drove to them, the number four overall to be a blocker. I mean, if it wasn't for, look, how many times have we seen on special teams? Guys like Eric Wings get sprung loose because he made a great block. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Guys like Devin Hester get sprung loose, why? Because they made a great block on special teams. This is football. Right. The small intricate details matter. hmm Those are the things we talk about when you look at these guys who are, are so intelligent, they're freaking stupid. Why? And this is one of the this is one of the reasons why DraftKings is absolutely one of the worst things that ever happened to sports. And we know one of the reasons why because one of our players ain't here because of the bull crap. because they're gonna put guys on the spotlight because he didn't get them enough fantasy points because they put up $2,000, $3,000, $4,000 on a player that didn't get target. So that's the real reason why they're mad. Let's just keep it real. They don't care nothing about our development of our players. They're worried about whether or not this guy going to get 4,000 yards or 5,000 a year. That's what they worried about.
0: Yeah, because I'm about to say, wasn't at this point last year where – Kyle Pitts was considered a bust because he had like eight receptions for like a mm-hmm. hundred and three yards.
1: Yep. Same. It was the same, it was around the same time. As a matter of mm-hmm. fact, let me confirm that. Right.
0: <laughs> because we have to look at Kyle Pitts in a certain light here. You have a quarterback that's not going to force the issue and give him the ball whenever, it, whenever he's open. Because a lot of times when you throwing against that bracket coverage, you already have a quarterback that's kind of hesitant on getting the ball to certain guys why would you want to force him to ball to Kyle Pitts and make a bad play? We saw Marcus Mariota overthrow Drake London three times on that last drive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Inaccurate as hell. Instead of looking at it as, as disappointing that Kyle Pitts ain't getting the ball, Maybe we need to look at the fact that they're trying to set it up so Kyle Pitts can get the ball more later.
1: Exactly.
0: Why the hell you think last year Kyle Pitts went back-to-back games had a combined over 260 yards in back-to-back games? Almost 300. Mm-hmm. Because... Defenses know Kyle Pitts is the biggest threat on the field as far as the Falcons' offense. Let's be real. He's the biggest threat on his offense. So they're going to put the attention on him, which opens it up for everybody. Like you said, you saw Drake London catching passes yesterday, you saw Kadira Hodge. Th- Brian L was out. I haven't seen him at all yet, but
1: <laughs> right,
0: <laughs> it's, it's it opens up a lot, and then what happens is now when now that they know that okay, you're taking away this guy, but they're gonna kill you with this guy. Now that coverage on Kyle Pitts starts to soften up. And now Cal Pitts becomes that superstar.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's an interesting stat that came with Julio Jones that I don't think anybody really ever paid attention to. I'm, I'm this is going to be kind of like a throwback part of this. Did you know when Julio Jones was a Falcon, the Falcons made the playoffs when he had less than 150 targets. Mm. Outside of that one year and the last couple years where he got hurt, If he had more than 150, they never made the playoffs. The issue is you don't force it to the guy. You have to let it develop. Kyle Pitts going to eat. He is going to eat.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Instead of blaming Arthur Smith. Mike, I'm gonna let you go in there. I'm gonna let you go into that part. I'm gonna let you finish that. So people are blaming Arthur Smith for this. Like I said, former players doing this as well. Um like I said, somebody said it up there. Brian Fenneran said something. Jamal Anderson said something about lack of creativity for Kyle Pitts. From a lot of routes, from a lot of the route concepts, I saw, I saw some creativity. The problem is, is Kyle Pitts is not, Arthur Smith is not throwing Kyle Pitts the ball. Arthur Smith is not playing defense on Kyle Pitts. At the end of the day, it's going to come down to the defense that's being played on him and the quarterback decision to throw him the ball. Go ahead, Mike.
1: This is where my frustration for players kicks in. This is why I have to question you and your knowledge. Or are you just being emotional? Because a lot of former players, they look—they so emotionally attached to the game. Even when they see it, they still can't decipher from being a player, being a fan. Well, like I, I like I said, I get it. You have that attachment to the game, but what you're saying is absolute bull crap. The reason why I say it's bull crap because the proof is in the pudding. Why is it the, the play action play the play action pass is such a great thing? Anyone want to take a guess? Because especially for the Falcons in uh, 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 1998, the play-action pass was something that they used over and over and time and time again. The Baltimore Ravens in 2000, the play-action pass was something that they used time and time again. It's -hmm. because teams would key on you, Jamal Anderson, teams would key on Jamal Lewis. So you would give the illusion that you were going to hand the ball off, teams would get soaked up, and they would throw the ball to Shannon Sharp. You get where I'm going with this, people? So this is the mm-hmm. reason why Brian and needs to shut the fuck up. Because he played what the greatest running quarterback of all time, he wasn't a great route runner, he was two hundred, he was two hundred six four six three two hundred 6'4, 6'3, 200 pounds. Wasn't a great wide receiver at all. He had issues catching the ball consistently, but all of that happened. Because of the DVD, anybody want to take a wild guess what the DVD is?
0: Um, I have no idea what the hell the DVD was, man. <laughs> could you elaborate on what the DVD was? all I can think, think about you. is all I think about is the DVDs that we buy at Walmart for the five dollars. Oh, oh, okay, see, so I, I gotta
1: yeah. enlighten you. Okay, the DVD was done. Okay, Dick and Ducket hmm so if those guys weren't there what ron finneran even have a voice in atlanta sports and georgia sports hmm now making you think people are we making you think
0: mm. so those
1: aspects of the game opens up other things for other guys that's why alger crumpler was as a difficult a target as he was, because the running game soaked up so much attention. He would leak out. And he would be wide open in the middle of the field a lot of times. Mm. So go ahead. So what?
0: Times. So what you're telling me? Mm. Hmm. Is that you have to run the ball? What? We got to run the, da- the damn ball. And we're not even talking about Tyler Algier. That's the most disappointing part. Ain't nobody talking about how Tyler Algier did. I know he, like you said, it doesn't look pretty, but we ain't talking about how he like to get north and south. The only thing we're talking about is why Kyle Pitts not getting the ball. Trust me, I want to see Kyle Pitts get the ball. But it's kind of funny that we talking about this and and we literally heard Mark Sanchez say in the goddamn commentary was take what the defense gives you. So if the defense is not giving you Kyle Pitts, you take the next best option.
1: Mhm. When you keyed on when you keyed on Jamal Anderson, you had Terrence Mathis and Tony Martin right there to open the, to help open things up. This is why you <laughs> have other positions. <laughs> right. So that's why I be so upset when players say stupid stuff like, like I said, I, look. I can say I, I'm gonna just say this. A lot of players say that. A lot of people just say things because they're highly emotional in the moment, and I get it. Mm-hmm. We all fans, mm-hmm. but you gotta think, man. Don't don't like. Come on. Why is Kyle Pitts not get? That's such a bland statement. I can throw three screens in a row to Kyle Pitts and get him three receptions. Well, what that accomplish If we getting zero yards out of it? <laughs> like. Like I, we've seen it before, Kyle Shanahan was so upset in his feelings because oh, we wasn't getting right at the ball. He called four plays in a row to get run at right the ball, and then do nothing the rest of the game. He got his four receptions, mm-hmm. but what did that do for us?
0: And Brian Peoples here said, "Yeah, Terrell Davis opened it up for Sharp and Ron Smith. You forgot one name out of that damn bunch too." Oh, Ed McCaffrey. Daddy.
1: not like my daddy.
0: Daddy McCaffrey. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not worried about it. Like you said, superstar tight end. If you notice, a lot of the damn superstar tight ends are getting hurt right now. Y'all mm-hmm. notice that now, do you? George Kittle ain't been healthy in three years. 49er fans already complaining about that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <coughs> Shanahan.
1: <laughs> Shanahan um, man, come on. Shanahan
0: is no toy. Shanahan is no toys for breaking players down. And that motherfucker is nowhere near a quarterback guru where the only successful quarterback he done had. It's been these last two quarterbacks for consecutive years. He only got one MVP quarterback. Let's just say that's all I need to be said right there. Right.
1: A lot of these players get worn down, man, and beaten down. Then the last thing that you want to do it's with a guy like Kyle Pitts, you know, just force feed him. And that's the exact mm-hmm. same thing that got Calvin, uh,
0: Julio Jones. That's that's Julio that's Jones. a lot of people don't realize that's where Julio Jones started breaking down. As soon as Kyle Shanahan got here, Julio started breaking down. That's mm-hmm. where the two yards and I'm gonna go sit my ass down for two plays, Julio started showing
1: up. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: We don't want to talk about that, though.
1: It was good for our fantasy league because he won us a lot of money.
0: Mm-hmm. Julio Jones in, a, in an Atlanta Falcon uniform was supposed to be the deep threat. The deep threat. Once they took his deep threat ability away and made him into the tight end, the Kyle Pitts role, as we like to say, the flanker position, Julio started breaking down. Dude got targeted 2014 and 15. He got targeted over 330 times. 2018 and 2019, he got targeted
1: 320
0: times. Mhm. That's all I got to say on that, man. That's all I got to say, man. Um. So, be patient with Kyle Pitts.
1: Be patient. That's what like I
0: was saying, it's, of, like said, it's not really all up to Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith is actually not calling bad. He's he's called he's making some questionable calls, but it ain't like it's like okay, he's making questionable calls 60, 70 percent of the time.
1: I, I, I I'm glad you brought it up because I forgot about that point. And that's another thing that I wanted to speak on real quick is with whether or not his play calling is suspect. Well, we to say it all the time. And I like this is something that we focus on uh during the game flick look at every aspect of of the game. And um I know a lot of people it's like all right, he's not very creative. I mean, how how creative is a a dig route and a same route? 90% of NFL teams
0: run dig routes.
1: i'm i'm just saying it's really not that difficult to understand people Mm -hmm. you drawing up the same it's only so many routes that you can run Mm -hmm. so it's not a lack of creativity goes back to this little thing that we like to call
0: execution you gotta execute plays and that's been the Falcons' major Achilles heel so far this year is execution. Hold on. Let me do it. Execution. <laughs> right. <laughs> what does execution mean? No turnovers. Disciplined football. Not falling on your face. Dropping passes. That's not executing. What he's doing right now is he's trying to preserve all his playmakers to play an entire 16-17 game season. You don't always have to force it to the best player.
1: Mm-hmm. Sometimes your quarterback is not comfortable throwing to the best player. Or what he's seen. Like it, as a person that actually played the quarterback position, you gotta trust what you see. I gotta know and understand. All right, what I'm seeing is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Gotta trust to be able, like you gotta be able to trust what you're seeing. If I can't Trust what I'm saying. If yeah. I if, if I can't trust that I can make this throw, or trust that I can make that, you know, get to the corner to get that first, then nine times of ten, is going to be that hesitation. So. My
0: bad, my bad. I'm kind of drawing. I'm, I'm, it's like I got like four different thoughts (laughs) going in my head. I'm trying
1: to figure out
0: which one I want to use. I'm trying to figure out which ammunition I want to use on this. So, what you're telling me, Mike, Arthur Smith is really not the problem that they're looking at. Mm -hmm. The problem is the hesitancy of Marcus Mariota in certain situations. Because if we're talking about execution... it goes for all 11. Nah, I'm ain't gonna. i going to tell you that back. I'm not going to just put it on Mariota. All 11 guys on that offense have to execute. Mm-hmm. You can't have false starts in a red zone and knock you out of field goal range. You can't make a big play and then it gets called back for a home call. These are the plays nobody talks about that is damaging to your team. And Coach Unchained, shout out to Coach here. He said he called the plays, but the quarterback makes the decision. Yes. You can call the greatest play in the world. It doesn't mean that the defense you think the defense is going to play going to play that defense. Mm-hmm. But that's a tongue twister right there. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can say that again. Just because you call the best the the most prettiest perfect play in the playbook. <laughs> it doesn't guarantee that the defense is going to run the defensive concept you think the defense is going to run. Just saying <laughs> So a lot of times when you're running these concepts on offense, you have to have three levels of passing. You have to have a short, medium, long routes because you need three different options. Kyle Pitts is the deep threat on this thing. If they're taking away Kyle Pitts, Dre London needs, Cordero Patterson eats, This is your show, and I, I, I'm sitting here teaching these folks. This is crazy. Hey, no, but, hell
1: no. This, hey man, look, this this is ours. <laughs> yeah. Ah oh, shit.
0: If Kyle Pitts ain't on this team, let me let me ask y'all a question. Let me go to throw some more music on here. So this is gonna be our question for the night that I'm gonna ask y'all. Um, I'm gonna spare Noah this one. So. I'm going to get back to this. <laughs> So the question tonight is, and I think I've asked this before, but we're going to ask this again because it goes well into this conversation. With the expectation of Kyle Pitts, and looking at the 2021 season, do you think Cordero Patterson had the same success without Kyle Pitts? Dale Patterson dropped a very key pass that led to an interception in this game too, so he gets some blame as well on that offense. It's- I see a bunch of nose and hell nose. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what, people? The Bengals are on too. (gasps) Jamar Chase.
1: You ain't the most unstoppable offense of all time. Wow.
0: the question was is Cordero passing really that guy without Kyle Pitts on the field I
1: mean I wouldn't go that far
0: no, what I mean by is the big, the, I ain't gonna say, uh, let me rephrase that. Do you think, because we gotta remember Cordero, oh, okay, making got the, the, big, the big, big impact as far as him being like that major, 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 yeah, major yeah. Without Kyle Pitts on the field? Because let me ask y'all a question How come he wasn't doing that anywhere else? hmm hmm that's a question for your wife why'd it take why'd it take for CP to come to Atlanta in order for him to get this newfound pound of glory
1: <laughs>
0: go off the music. <laughs> let's see. Let's see some of these questions. Though. I'm gonna see some of these answer questions. <laughs> CP never has, so this is all new to him. Mm. Okay, now I'm going to get, got CCP braces. Okay, Tev here says no, because when Pitts went out in that Bills game, CP got all the attention and couldn't really do anything.
1: Just saying. Many aspects to the game and just catches and touchdowns.
0: Look, look, Mike said is this the first place he started? This is the first place that he's had significant time at running back.
1: Yeah.
0: And, Alex, just because you say that, I'm finna put the music back on. Don't nobody diss my music. Yep. yep. Don't nobody diss my music, round Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna put it here just to annoy your ass. <laughs> Coming up here and talking about my ears.
1: <laughs> See, you might be a little bit too young to understand the significance of this type of Slow music.
0: Exactly. You don't always have to come with the upbeat, fast tempo.
1: Mm-hmm. When you get
0: older, you gotta slow it down. Slow it down. You don't wanna be you don't wanna be busting your girl down fast, then you're not gonna enjoy the experience.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. You gotta slow it down. Take it every moment. Because your girl wants you to embellish, embrace every moment. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be done in two minutes. You want to at least make it last 15. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. I ain't got an hour like that. No. I ain't I'm got old. an hour, bro. <laughs> I get
1: 15, I'm good. <laughs> <doing> 15, 20. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 15, 20,
0: I'm good. <laughs> So oh, while we play this music, we serenade the masses with the knowledge of the Atlanta Falcons and give everybody an opportunity to give their thoughts in a very calm and smooth environment. This is why we play this music. We're not finna play no little Baby or no Tekashi 6 9 over here. We don't do that over here. If we want to play snitching music, we do that.
1: He just went there. This man really went there. So if you you
0: don't like it, you can mute your T. You can you can mute it, or you can get the fuck on. Because at the end of the day, this is part of our show. And on that note. We're going to go ahead and end the show tonight. Because I want to. (laughs) So, y'all make sure y'all go ahead and tune in to the six-man convo tomorrow. And as we always say here, we ain't here to play. We here to stay. You ain't got to go home,
1: but you're going to get the hell out
0: of here. And one more thing. If you don't like it, just mute it and put the closed caption on. I, love it. I don't give a fuck what these folks think. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, people.